This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. The stronger the quality department, the better services that WQA in particular um, provides for our members, um, and that's key. And it gives them the confidence that WQA is operating at a high level of quality services. That's WQA Quality Director Tambra Thomas talking about the need for a quality focus at WQA and at any organization, especially in the water treatment industry. And welcome to WQA Radio, the weekly podcast of the Water Quality Association, promoting better water quality around the world. This is episode number 328. If you're a first-time listener or new to the industry, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to share the podcast with someone you know. We are publishing this on July 19th of 2023. Find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Top podcasts of the past month or so include Copper in Drinking Water, the EPA's new PFAS rules, and Ethics and PFAS. Please check those out. In this episode, we feature a conversation with WQA Quality Director Tambra Thomas, whose focus is on quality. She'll talk about the four key pillars of quality, how quality should be part of any organization, and why quality is the string that holds everything together. Later, we'll have our Motivational Minute and WQA tip. And now, on to Tambra Thomas on WQA Radio. We're gonna do something a little different in the podcast today. I wanna ask you a question. Do you or those on your staff think about quality when it comes to your business? You probably should, and our guest today is a specialist in the whole area of quality, quality control, quality assurance, all of those terms that you hear about, but maybe don't know quite how they fit together. And we're going to welcome Tambra Thomas, who is the quality manager at the Water Quality Association. So Tambra, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Wes. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited, too. And we were thinking about the fact that uh, we haven't actually had you on the podcast and thought, well, you know what? The topic is intriguing just in and of itself. But I think a lot of people would benefit by knowing a little bit more about quality. I mean, maybe even those who aren't in the water treatment business. But uh, anyway, we're going to kind of think about it in the context of water treatment and in the context of WQA members. But, um, you know, just know that if you're listening to this and you're not um, a WQA member, first of all, certainly consider joining WQA.org slash membership. But, you know, you might be able to apply some of these same principles um, at your business as well. And so let's kind of dive into it, Tamara. Tell us a little bit about your department and, uh, and what you do. Yes, so I am the quality manager at WQA, and I have been with WQA for 10 years now. And I would say my main responsibility is to ensure that our accreditations are maintained for the product certification and the laboratory programs. 
Um, I do also work with all of our other departments uh, within WQA to also bring quality to their areas. Great, great to hear. So let's kind of delve into this area of quality. What is quality? How does the quality department work? What kind of functions do you have that uh, pertain to the other departments on staff? Yes, so great question. So we have what you'd call the classic quality functions. Um, And that is something that uh, both myself and my assistant work on. Um, And it involves functions like managing our corrective actions, uh, logging continuous improvements, performing internal audits, audits, and many others. Um, We also, in addition to that, have a team that works solely on data verification and creating test reports for our product certification clients. Um, And so what's interesting about the quality function here at WQA is also that um, the quality department works both with accredited departments within WQA and the non-accredited departments. So we've basically adopted like a classic quality and molded it to, to benefit our other departments, programs, and services. And is it correct that because we are an association and we have things like labs and, and you know, and, and certification and all of that, that we have to have a certain level of quality that we have to uphold? Absolutely. Yes, we do. And it's very important and critical in the accredited world, um, especially. And, and I feel like it, it's very good practice to use that same you know, uh, uh, function or background for our non-accredited uh, departments as well. So yes, it's, it's, it's super critical. So let's delve a little bit more uh, into quality. Tell us exactly what is it when people speak of quality in, a, in an association or a business, and um, is it different, let's say, at WQA than at other places? Right. Okay. So I would say that quality can be summed up with four key processes. The first one is quality planning. So this is like the, the quality management of our programs. The second one is quality assurance, which also is is like the quality management uh, of our programs. Um, The third one I would say is quality control. And so that basically is ensuring quality is maintained in all organizational processes on a smaller and more detailed level. And then fourth, uh, continual improvement, which this really is the most classical quality function. So quality at WQA is largely focused on maintaining our several accreditation uh, programs. And this would be definitely similar to other organizations, which also hold accreditations in that it it is a a critical and necessary and certainly required function. So yeah, that's what I would say is is the same. you know, and again, it, it just depends on what, what the organization is, but there are definitely similar, you know, functions of quality that, that you know, expand across many organizations. Is the fact that we have a quality department, we've got people working on quality issues like those that you said, quality control, quality improvement. How does that help the membership at, at large and, and in general? Yeah, so... 
I would say the stronger the quality department, the better services that WQA in particular um, provides for our members, um, and that's key. And it gives them the confidence that WQA is operating at a high level of quality services. Very good. Well, you know, let me let me do it this way. Let me let me ask you a question in the form okay. of uh, finishing a sentence. Um, so let's say we had a sentence here. Uh, if you know, if we didn't have a quality department, we would finish it out. What would you do? Love it. What a great question. Okay. If we didn't have a quality department, we would be chaotic and always functioning as a reactive environment instead of a proactive environment. So the level of confidence our clients and members have for WQA would be severely lacking if we did not have a quality department. Yeah, I'm getting a sense of that because there's just so much that you'd otherwise, as you say, it would be chaotic. There would be a very little organization. You know, where's that file or where's that document? Or exactly. uh, did we did did somebody did somebody update that? Or uh, you know, all of those kinds of questions that I could imagine happening uh, if you didn't have some level of control. Yes, for sure. Well, I'd like to know if. Uh, Again, you know, we've got members who are out there. Some are dealers, some are in the manufacturing sector, some are suppliers, some are consultants. How would they apply any of this to, to their business? Would it apply? And, and should some level of it apply? Yes, I would say absolutely. So in, I guess the, the way that I look at it is that quality is like the string that holds everything together. So, you know, even if it's something as simple as keeping track of corrective actions um, so that you can learn from mistakes and logging continuous improvements so you can see how far you've come, um, that it's definitely something that that is very, in my opinion, very important for any organization, whether it's, you know, dealing with accreditation or otherwise. And this may be somewhat obvious, but what problems would it solve or benefits would it provide? Yeah, so it would it would solve systemic errors or mistakes and ensure that their recurrence is minimized. Um, it would also provide a more consistent approach to everyday business functions. So I'm, I'm guessing there might be somebody out there thinking, I don't know a whole lot about quality. Uh, I may not have thought much about quality, but it's starting to sound like it's a good idea. Uh, maybe we ought to think about it in our business. How would you go about starting? What would you suggest in terms of a place to start if you are out there listening, for, for those out there listening who don't have a quality department or a position and would like to get into this? Right. So... I would say the best way to start is first of all to, to get some training on quality concepts. So there, there's there's many ways you can do this. Um, one great resource is ASQ, that's American Society of Quality. Um, you can visit their website at asq.org. Um, I would say another super valuable resource um, are the, the ISO standards, which all contain an element of quality and they're all very consistent with each other um, when it comes to quality. Um, and these ISO standards that I'm talking about, they can be purchased online um, in, in many, many places, but uh, 
One example would be techstreet.com. Um, and so, yeah, I would say start with training. Take a look at the ISO standards, that ISO, and um, that really does give a good background of what quality means to, you know, especially accredited departments or, you know, accredited associations, organizations and such. All right, uh, Tambra, what kind of a, a job market is there out there for this profession? If I wanted to, to hire somebody, you know, would I be able to find sure. somebody? And, and what would I be looking for exactly by way of credentials? Yes. So you I think a great place to start um, or a great, you know, great something great to think about would be LinkedIn. Um, the, the quality quality sector, I guess you'd say, is um, very prevalent. So you will find quality in many, many organizations. Um, I would say if, if you're looking for like a qualification for someone in the quality department or especially a quality manager, that would be like a bachelor's degree in, in like a science-related field. So particularly chemistry or biology. Um, a background in ISO standards is a must. Um, so again, that's something to, to take a look at. Um, quality in an accredited envir environment would definitely need knowledge of working with quality principles in, in the accreditation world, um, including working with internal audits and external audits. All right. Well, this has been very interesting. And maybe 2023 is the year that uh, you uh, bring quality to your business or organization. It'd be kind of fun to, th to think that maybe this podcast prompted that thought. So, uh, Tambra, if a member company wants to reach out for more information, they like what they hear, but they need some they need a little help, a little prompting, perhaps. How, yes. how would they do that? Yes, absolutely. Anytime. I'm happy to speak with members. Um, you can contact me anytime. Uh, my contact info is tthomas at wqa.org. My phone number is 630-929-2541. And this has been a top quality production of the Water Quality Association. Wouldn't you say, Tambra? <laughs> I would say it, yes. Thank you so much, Wes. I appreciate the time. Not at all, and we really appreciate talking to you. Uh, as I said, great idea that we just hadn't gotten around to, and so hope this was an inspiration to many. Tambra Thomas, Quality Manager at the Water Quality Association. Thanks so much. And now our motivational minute. I was driving to work the other day and I ran into a roadblock. Barriers, tape, orange cones, everything telling me that I could not go where I had intended to go, wanted to go, needed to go. So what did I do? Get out of my car and try to take down the barriers? No. Did I jump up and down and shout and shake my fists? No. <laughs> I turned left, headed down the street, and took the next available street headed in the same direction. And you know what? It worked out. It was, in fact, maybe even a better street than what I had planned. Uh, so why in life or in business can't we see things the same way? Why do we assume a roadblock is the end of the story? There's almost always another option, another avenue to explore, isn't there? 
We may not get where we wanted to go as fast as we wanted, but we can still get there and maybe learn something along the way. Our WQA tip, next year's convention will be March 5th through the 7th, 2024 in Orlando. It will be even bigger and better than this year's, and you won't want to miss it. If you would like to be a convention presenter in 2024, guidelines and applications are available online now. Go to convention.wqa.org and keep checking back for more information and when registration will open later in the year. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.